Hello and welcome to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca and I am so glad you could join us today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Stein Co. So please be sure to check out our website at stedithsteinco.com. This podcast is a series of short reflections based on the writings of St. Edith Stein. Just little nuggets of philosophy to help you on your way during Lent. So let's begin with a prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In her essay, The Separate Vocations of Man and Woman, St. Edith Stein wrote, But the relationship of the sexes since the fall has become a brutal relationship of master and slave. Consequently, woman's natural gifts and their best possible development are no longer considered. Rather, man uses her as a means to achieve his own ends, in the exercise of his work, or in pacifying his own lust. However, it can easily happen that the despot becomes a slave to his lust, and thereby is a slave of the slave who must satisfy him. All of that sounds terrible, but isn't it familiar? Women are treated as objects, as something for men to attain. And then somehow we're told that by objectifying ourselves for the sexual gratification of men, we are empowered. But that's not how it really works, is it? That's just pitting men and women against each other and using their gifts as weapons against each other. And then we have men and women who both view each other as objects, as a means to an end. Sex becomes an act for its own sake, a means of satisfying sexual desires with no openness to children. And children become an inconvenient byproduct of sex. When men and women place pleasure and self-indulgence at the center of their relationship, they cut off their higher functions. There is no longer a priority of care and love for the other, but gratification for oneself. And if couples do have children under these conditions, how can they provide the self-sacrificial love that is required? It's more likely that they will shirk their parental duties. And when they no longer achieve the pleasure, sexual or otherwise, that they require from each other, they will simply move on, leaving their children without a firm foundation. And we see this play out every day with parents not only going their separate ways, but each attempting to cut the other out of their children's lives. As we discussed previously, woman in body and soul is designed for marriage and motherhood. We are made for love and service. So when we make sexual gratification or material gain a priority in our primary relationship, we turn away from our natural vocation. And while women are less likely to fall prey to dehumanization than men are, if we focus ourselves on self-indulgence, we will still corrupt our nature. 
women are naturally more interested in people than in things, but when we suppress our natural empathy and nurturing spirit in favor of sensuality, we can become consumed with the pursuit of the good life. Physical and material wants can completely take over, and we end up using our drive for transcendence on the attainment of meaningless baubles. The answer to this problem is sacramental marriage. We must surrender ourselves completely to God. We must surrender our marriages completely to God. As St. Edith wrote, whatever is surrendered to him is not lost, but saved, chastened, exalted, and proportioned out in true measure. We must make marriage a partnership of man and wife, both surrendering all to God, all for his sake. When we buy into this secular notion of romantic love that is meant to make us happy, we corrupt the sacrament that is intended to make us holy, to build families, and to help us on our way to heaven. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we reflect on the writings of St. Edith Stein throughout this Lenten season. May God bless you, and may the saints be with you.